Good evening and welcome to Ryan and Ryan Education Today. In our podcast, we try to break down and provide insight into issues facing today's rapidly changing educational environment. We'll take a look at issues from the student, parent, teacher, and administrator perspective. We thank you and hope you enjoy listening. This is episode 26 of season two our episode 26 total, the second of season two. I am Ryan Limley, uh, back with my co-host today, Warren Elementary Principal Ashley Skinner. Ashley, thank you for coming back. Oh, you're welcome. Thank Um, you, Ryan. As we mentioned on the the last episode, uh, Ryan's off coaching cross country, being a family guy. Mm -hmm. Um, So we we wish him and the team the best. Um, So Ashley's back. Today, if you have not done so, please go back and and listen to part one of uh, our series with Ashley as we were just talking about what we're calling getting back into school shape. Mm -hmm. So we had kind of talked in the other episode that you wouldn't go back into a a major event like a game or if you're going to run a marathon or anything like that without preparing. And we had talked about that, hey, yes, there are some pieces to to school you got to get the paper the pens and we talked about all that in the first episode but there's a mental checklist oh absolutely yeah and so in that first episode we just talked briefly about um you know change is always going to be there you got to be ready to do new things and we talked about to accept things that are out of your control Mm -hmm. which is a big one right it's the most difficult Um, ryan and i talked about that on a a complaining episode that we did in the first podcast it was probably one of the most difficult things i did as a baseball coach i used Mm -hmm. to get just tore up about the weather (laughs) but um, and i don't control it nope so, and we've hit on this just a little bit, but I want this to kind of be its third and, and by itself point that, that everybody in the process of education is going to have to be at least somewhat accepting that it is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think, Ryan, that comes back to like, you don't grow until things get uncomfortable. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, in the part one there, I was talking about, you know, taking this role. Um, I had been kind of in that mode of teacher mode for 18 years. And um, it's very different to go to the administration side. And when I was really thinking about doing this, my husband kept saying, you know, you don't grow and change until you get uncomfortable. So you try something new, you know, outside of your comfort zone. And there's a lot of truth to that. And I feel uh, it feels funny doing that in my 40s. But, you know, you got to look at that on all assets and, and all ages. You know, that is our our high schoolers that are coming, that things make it a little uncomfortable in the class. And, um, you know, the assignments or the task or the relationships. But you don't really grow as a person until, until you do it, you know. And that's the same with our kindergartners starting and their parents, you know. And until it's like, okay, I'm just going to let this go. I'm not really sure what their day looks like. Um, you know, then the, the kindergartner gets it, the parent gets it, and smooth sailing, you know, and that doubt is gone. But I do think everybody has that level of awkwardness and uncomfortable, you know, where it doesn't feel, feel right, you know. Oh, and sometimes as the administrator of a building, mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing for me oh, yeah. is 
is people want some answers and sometimes I, I don't have them. Mm-hmm. Not, not because I'm not going to find them or, you know, I just, I may not know the answer to a question and I try not to know what I don't know. Right. right? I just, yeah. if I don't know, I will say, I don't know. Yeah. Or, or things haven't flushed themselves out yet. Exactly. Meaning uh, we've got some new initiatives going on here at the high school and I, I don't know what they're going to look like mm-hmm. in December. Yeah. And we're in that same boat right now. You know, we are doing a new testing. It's a cadence testing. It's all with our reading. And there's a lot of questions coming at me. And even to recognize and read the data, it's it's all new, you know, trying to understand it. And it's hard to be confident when you feel a little uncomfortable about things, but sometimes just doing your best to stay with it and communicating that, you know, it's like, I, I'll say, I don't know, but I'll get you that answer and let's get them all tested and we'll go from there, you know. Well, and it, it's a running joke here at the high school. And, and maybe this is a high school administrator thing. If somebody wants to hit me up on Twitter um, that's <laughs> listening, I hate like pep rallies and and like reward days. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand we have to do it. And I'm working out of my comfort zone. There you go. Um, to, and, and trusting some people to let that happen. But, uh <laughs> <laughs> and so we have, but on those days, you just, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and we, we always want that, that control. It kind of goes back to, you know, we stress mm-hmm. over things that we can't control, which was the last topic that we Absolutely. talked about in episode one. But, but man. Well, your party, your stress of pep rallies is what our parties are, you know, Halloween parties, Christmas parties, things like that. Because, um, you know, teachers get that level uncomfortable because, you know, they ask for things, whether or not it comes, what the party's going to look like. Yeah, so I, I totally get it. So how do you think we teach kids to deal with that? Do we just keep putting them in those situations? I think with kids, it's open communication. It's anytime you can find a teachable moment about it. And I think also to make those connections that, you know, this is going to, this is how it is, whether you're five or 55, you know, and this is something that this is life, you know, dealing with those moments that you may get uncomfortable or may not know the answer, but giving them those tools in their toolbox, talking to them about it, slowing down, um, kind of on our earlier um, recording there of our podcast there, you know, having those mental check-ins, I think there's so much power in slowing down and recognizing that, you know, you're there for them and checking to see, did you understand that? What can I do to help you goes such a long way with a child. Well, and I think too, and this analogy was given to me, so I did not come mm-hmm. up with this, but, but I heard somebody say once that being an administrator is like bouncing a whole bunch of basketballs at once and, and you never know which one's going to come down mm-hmm. and need your attention. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and that you just have to grow like comfortable mm-hmm. with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Very much <laughs> and, so. and, and I, I start to realize that sometimes you know, teachers don't yet have that skill. Mm-hmm. You know, the, and, and I get it. A lot of times and we talked about this with accepting mm-hmm. change in the other one, but that, that although I'm used to it, they're not. Right. And, and I have to adjust my approach to help them mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. used to it. And that's the same for students. Yes. Because they're not going to come with that knowledge, you know, that it, this they don't have those tools to do that. So what would you say to parents? Well, and I think it goes that way with parents. I think it's also, um, it's, it's that time factor. I think it's um, recognizing that, you know, let's slow down. Let's, let's listen. 
you know, and what can I do to help you is always what I, what can we do together to find the solution? You know, I'm often saying that I hear you. I understand what can we do to support you? Well, and you know what? I, I never, there's this, I I don't want to call it stigma, but that's Mm -hmm. the first word that comes to my mind that like, I don't want to talk to parents, Mm -hmm. which is actually not true. Oh Yeah. Sometimes if I get a very well-written email asking me questions about certain things, I have no problem responding to that email, calling that Mm -hmm. person. Sometimes that feedback is useful. Right. Oh, absolutely. And so I've talked about that before on the podcast. Um, Mr. Harold, our athletic director, got an email about the new concession stand Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. the, the first home football game. And it was not a complaint. Mm-hmm. It was. It wasn't. It actually said, "Hey, some feedback," and the email was very well written. It complimented the facilities and just said, "Hey, in that new bathroom, could you?" and and had a couple of suggestions, and they were really good ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think there's a lot of power with that. I feel like someone with a different lens and looking at something can really come with a lot of help and support. Yeah. It's not a negative thing. And I'm open to that. You have to be open, but let me give you the flip side. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a gravel parking lot that kids park in mm-hmm. and, and during construction, we had a much bigger one and I had a parent on Facebook complaining mm-hmm. and about something that we needed to do in the gravel lot. And at the time I, somebody sent it to me. I don't, really monitor social media all that close and uh, I was like ah, I had to make a decision because what she was suggesting was a really good idea and I mm-hmm. wish she'd have came to me first oh, yeah. but since she was sort of blasting us via social media I was like all right I gotta do it because it's the right thing to do and she had a really good idea but I didn't like the delivery method so I was uncomfortable mm-hmm. it was like I don't sure. want to give that perception that you know just because somebody you know can start a social media account they have influence over what i do because if, if i post something i do not look at the comments mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. here it is and right. i could care less good or bad oh yeah yeah but social media is a situation where i'm not super comfortable oh yeah well and it's it's uncharted yeah. you know it's it's free reign <laughs> I try to make myself do it uh-huh. but it you know it is not uh in my wheelhouse so It's one of those things. So anything else you want to say about just accepting uncomfortableness before we we move on to the next one? No, I think that's... So the the next topic, the next little like blurb we put out there Mm -hmm. is is about the easy road. Mm -hmm. And so the the note that I put was the easy road is not always the best road. Oh, yeah. But that's the one they want to travel. <laughs> we it, all want to travel, I guess. And and sometimes, and I said this to the seniors the other day, and I was comparing it back to in this particular case, uh, I was talking to a kid who is a, just a, a phenomenal musician, mm-hmm. and I said, going into a big event, would you not practice? Mm-hmm. And the, the kid, well, yeah, I would practice. So then, then your senior year's no different. You're right. going into a big event. In this particular student's case, it was there. They want to go to college. Don't take the easy road this year. Right. Now do something that's going to prepare you mm-hmm. for next year. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's true. And I have been dealing with that even with my oldest who is starting um, junior high and, and things like that as far as um, more on the sports side and the academic piece. It's like, you know, try something, go down that road that's going to take a little more effort and a little more time. And in the long run, what you will learn from that, that perseverance and grit that's going to come is going to take him so much further. Yeah, ironically, that's part of our portrait, which is oh, a whole other podcast. A whole other but, topic. Um, yeah. but it is all it is all related. So I, I think it's important though that kids mm-hmm. learn to do that while they're in school, and there's a safety net. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And so one of the things that that we had been criticized for a little bit was. Um, we do not have valedictorians, salutatorians. We do not use class rank. Mm-hmm. So we use a college system of, you know, cum laude, summa cum laude, magna cum laude. Mm-hmm. I mixed those up. It's magna, then summa. I didn't have to worry about that as a student. So, <laughs> so but, but we use that system to encourage kids to challenge themselves academically because a lot of times they'll get fixated on what grade do I -hmm, get mm -hmm. versus actually learning the material. Ryan and I did a whole podcast on that um, where we talked about grading practices and how we need to reward learning Mm -hmm. versus um, grading, like actual Mm -hmm. number grades. So Let's talk about this this easy road. We kind of already talked about it a little bit from mm-hmm. the kid perspective. Mm-hmm. But how do we talk to parents about that? That and I'll use a high school mm-hmm. example that that getting an A in a not challenging class for right. that particular kid is not the best. It's right. it's much better to challenge yourself work and and get a b Mm -hmm. oh yeah how how do we articulate that to parents well and i think that starts in the earlier you know down in the primary grades even in in the elementary building it's you know it's teaching those kids and the parents that to go that extra mile you know to have it where it's going to take a little time a little more effort and not just easy be done with it you know and it's engraving that at a young age I think you know and and getting that um that maturity and that stamina to know, hey, I got to keep going on this. I'm not giving up. We deal with that a lot in our writing responses, especially in the education, you know, in the <laughs> elementary world. They um, they like to settle on about one one sentence, you know, especially once they learn to compile. Hey, I can write a good sentence. That's good. It's like, no, you got to give more. We got to we use what's called races to get them really explaining. And I think that goes to the parents, too. You know, it's really expanding and and doing more you know as far as um yeah no i uh i think you're exactly right that we we have asked more Mm -hmm. of kids and and let me give you an example of this with the easy road and, and a high school um and this is another podcast if you want to go back into season one and, and listen to it about grading practices. Uh, we don't give out zeros. Mm-hmm. And so that this kind of goes back to everything that we've talked about so far that, that when I was in school, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I got zeros all the time. If you didn't do it, you just got a zero. Got a zero. And we're like, yeah. eh, no, we need you to actually learn the material. So we put kids in Saturday school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so 
that easy road of not doing it, we don't want to reward that. No. And draw attention. You don't want to make that a path they can go down. No. And so I think by letting them out of it is the easy road. Mm -hmm. And so let's let's transition with that easy road with teachers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a lot easier just to give the zero and not worry about you know, assigning the Saturday school mm-hmm. and assigning the mm-hmm. assignment and then giving full credit for an assignment that's late. Right. You know, a lot of times people struggle with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have the concept of when report cards come out, sometimes it's just easy to give them all the same grades, even though we use standard based, you know, some teachers will say, oh, it's just easier to do it that way. No, we don't want to fall down that path. Give them those comments, give them the feedback that they need, both parents and students on what they need to make it perfect and better and, you know, get more out of both of them for that matter. Well, and, and feedback it's the lifeblood of, mm-hmm. of what we do it is. Right? without it, it is. because we're communicating um, mm-hmm. behavior, grades, all of those things to parents. And you have to have it. you have to have it. Yeah. And especially in the, the communication world that mm-hmm. we live in, it's mm-hmm. so easy. Even if it's just shooting an email that says, you know, Ashley did a good job on this today. I just wanted to reach out right. and, and tell you, you know, what a good kid she is like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy. It is easy. But I also think, Ryan, it goes back to that uncomfortable card. Even yes. that feedback can be uncomfortable sometimes. But, you know, you don't want to fall in that easy road trap. You want, you know, you've got to give the feedback whichever way it can go sometimes. Yeah. You and, know, and whether you really want to have that conversation or not. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, what I don't take the time to do is a lot of times give enough positive mm-hmm. feedback. Mm-hmm. The, the negative is easy. Yeah. Everybody oh, sees yeah. it. You know. well, we're really working in the elementary building just as far as um, just classroom discipline and management, you know, really amping up our, our discipline. And one thing we do is we call it three strokes and a poke, which sounds <laughs> funny, but it's a, it's a tool that a lot of teachers that are, are veteran teachers that they were trained on. It's a technique called Salzman. Um, but it does. It starts with three positives. And, you know, by the time you have complimented three other students in the classroom, little Johnny that is not doing what he's supposed to, Johnny's doing it now without really going into that negative piece of it. So um, we're trying to provide more information for our teachers so that that management is better. So you're not just dwelling on the negative. It's always Johnny. Keeping it more positive. I know. Always Johnny. Johnny and Susie. (laughs) Um, Sometimes it's, it's, tough for us Mm -hmm. as administrators to stay away from that easy Mm -hmm. road. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I I was actually having a conversation uh, again. It's the the very next podcast actually is about the portrait uh, and some things that we're doing here. And and I'll save that for that podcast, but I was having a conversation about it and it would have been real easy not to do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it is an extra piece that when it, it gets unveiled this week will, mm-hmm. will probably cause me some some extra criticism, which is fine. I feel right. like we're doing what's right. best for kids. And, oh, absolutely. you know, I can always sort of just play that off when I think I'm doing what's best for kids. But it, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's probably going to get uncomfortable. It is. But in the it's long already run, gotten that it'll way. Be, it'll yeah. be worth it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so. We actually just finished talking about not taking the easy road. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really two more things that, that I want to spend a little bit of time on before we, we wrap up this topic. And this next one, it's actually a piece to uh, another podcast in this season that we got 
coming up. But the the note that I put down was pay your taxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it it very simply means that that everything that that you decide to do has a cost to it. And we have to be, and I don't necessarily always mean a monetary mm-hmm. cost, but there right. is a price to pay. And I think sometimes that's lost on people. They want everything that they want and they want it right now. Right. Um, and I think, especially let's start with kids, where you spend your time is important. Oh, yeah, for sure. And how you spend your time making um, them a priority, whether it's in your classroom or your home, you know, as yeah. the parents. Um, and, and I feel like that's also, as, as administrators, we deal that with our staff. It's, it's spending your time showing that you're there, you know, I can go a long way when they know they're supported that way. Well, and, and kids, and I, I don't know how prevalent this is at the elementary mm-hmm. level, but they, they'll sometimes forget that you can't have everything you want. Right. And let me, I'm going to put this into to two little stories here. One, we, we have a master schedule like every other school. And sometimes kids will want these particular classes and they can't get in them. Mm-hmm. Only because you know this class and this class are both offered third period. And it seems like this year, more than any other year, I had to spend time explaining that. Mm-hmm. That, hey, we'll take all the requests for this class. We have a student information system called PowerSchool that we use. PowerSchool will run the schedule for us. And it says, like, 30 kids wanted this class. We could get 25 of them in this period. Mm-hmm. So that's where it puts the class. Yeah, yeah. But it may also put another class there. So if a kid wants to take – and I'm making this up so – you don't send me bad tweets or whatever but if they want to take like acapella and welding they may be offered in the same class because Mm -hmm. we don't frequently get a lot of kids that take both of those right you would be unique you would be awesome i'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's not a good thing but you would be unique so it's possible those two classes are at the same time and then you would have to make a decision Mm -hmm. yeah and somehow that's gotten lost. Oh, I agree. Now, I would also say to kids, and I do have a few high schoolers that listen to this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where you spend your time when you're not at school is important for multiple t- reasons. Mm-hmm. And, and some of the, the non-school stuff we, we won't necessarily talk right, about. Right. But if you spend zero time, just like the premise of these podcasts, mm-hmm. zero time preparing for something, you're not going to get a lot out of it. So the toll Mm -hmm. for, let's say you're watching TikToks all night instead of studying for your math test and you get a bad grade on the math Mm -hmm. test, that's the toll. Right. Now, because we don't allow you to fail, Mm -hmm. you have to redo it. Right. Right. You have to um, do the reassessment packet. You got to retake the test. Watching all those TikToks Mm -hmm. has a toll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a consequence, you know, essentially is what it comes down to as well, you know. And I would assume, you know, that 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 same type of consequence Mm -hmm. would apply. Maybe not as 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 severe as an example at the elementary level. But oh, I agree. Well, and I think I think there's a lot of power to um, just making sure that time is spent wisely, whether um, 
whatever hat you wear, you know, if you're a student, whatever, you're a parent um, or a teacher. And I feel like just making sure that you're valuing what's important. I know um, I always think when I have conversations like this, you know, the TikTok thing, it goes back to technology and, you know, you can sit and watch people at a restaurant and, you know, conversations aren't happening. Everybody has a phone in front of them and, you know, starting there where people, that toll is, you know, we're not conversing with each other, you know, and, and going down that. So I think when you're spending your time, just recognizing that as, as a teacher, as a parent, whatever your role is, is making sure you're there. And, you know, I think most kids, Mm -hmm. if you can engage them, they'll spend some time on it outside of school. Maybe not all, Mm -hmm. you know, I think most parents, will will engage like they come to school activities and so you know i don't want to like browbeat people oh yeah um, i think as an administrator you know where i spend my time is extremely important mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. You, know, you too that's oh, why yeah. i appreciated you giving up your, your time to to be on the podcast this yeah. week and last week so um so we but i think drive that point home that everything you do has a toll mm-hmm. you know oh, i've got so a decision sure. to make when i get done here mm-hmm. do i mow the yard <laughs> you know I get do it. i play call of duty i, I don't know <laughs> it's 50 50 <laughs> but um all right so let's get to our sixth and final and okay. maybe the most difficult for parents okay mm-hmm. we talked about this a little bit but kids are going to fail and I don't necessarily mean get an F, but they're going to not put their time in the right Where spot to be. and yeah. fail a math test. Mm-hmm. They are going to try to take the easy road or try to make last year fit this year, whatever it is, and they're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think the word there is disappointment. You know, they feel, kids and parents, they feel disappointed, you know, but it's like, why? It is it is okay. You know, the kid feels like they're going to disappoint the parent. The parent feels like they've been, you know, doing something wrong as a parent, but it is okay. It goes back to that's when you grow. That's when change happens and you reflect on how were you spending your time? Were you spending it studying? Well, no, you were watching TikToks, you know, going back to pausing and thinking, okay, what would I do differently? What would that toll be this time around? You know? And and I go back, even even as an administrator, Mm -hmm. I can think of times where just because I didn't know, like as a first year administrator, Mm -hmm. second Mm -hmm. year administrator, didn't necessarily know what to expect. I didn't spend my time in the right place. Oh, yeah. And so something did not go as well as I had anticipated. Mm but it didn't happen again. Like right. I've prepared better the next time. And so that, that first time mm-hmm. let, you know, in biology class and, and you fail a test, pick biology because of Ryan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> because the kid thought they had it, you right. know, they mastered physical science when they were a freshman. Pff, I, I got this. Study. Yeah. I don't need to study. And they fail. It, it doesn't, have to be anybody's fault right right. it's it's okay there's a safety net associated with school Mm -hmm. that you know failure is actually 
a good thing. It's growth. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes you almost need that sting. You need that hurt, like that, that pain in the gut, you know, it's like, Oh man, that, that doesn't sit well, you know, and what am I going to do to change, to fix it? So yeah, I think there's a lot of growth that happens when well, you kind of have that hurt. There's a, a, a sports analogy here that, that when I would be out with the baseball guys mm-hmm. and, and we would be running a drill, I, I would want them to work so hard. Let's say we're fielding ground balls mm-hmm. and we're, we're doing something else. And I, I didn't mind if they missed a ball because they were just trying to do something that, that they weren't necessarily comfortable with yet. Right, right. And so – I would get frustrated with the guy who just tried to take all the easy ones and make everything easy and, mm-hmm. you know, good way to get warmed up, good way to get started. But, you know, let's challenge ourselves a little bit and potentially fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that fail that failure has to happen. And I think that's important to remind kids that and remind parents that and, you know, and that's okay to have that conversation again and reminders throughout the year and so forth. And, and that's in elementary, middle to high, you know, and it's aspects of sports is a great analogy to show, but also that academic piece too. And I don't feel like really that growth starts to happen until that, that failure sets in. Well, it it somewhat goes back to the first one we talked about Mm -hmm. that if you're, you're, open to some new things and and a kid gets into the high school where they're you know they fail a test hey we're gonna do some reteaching and and give you another opportunity and we get to do that oh just get the f you know no no they shouldn't actually they need to learn the material yeah and they need to learn how to study you know know, know, yes that that failure (laughs) that failure Um, yeah where you spend your time absolutely so Ashley and I have just completed what we feel like are the six like mental checklist mm-hmm. items to getting back into school shape. Um, Ashley, I appreciate you being here. Well, thank and you, Ryan. And filling this in was for fun. Ryan. Uh, maybe we'll have you back on sometime uh, yeah. to cover some various topics and, <laughs> and so on and so forth. I hope you have a, a great school year. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate yeah. everybody listening to Ryan and Ryan's Education.